This week on the Meat Poor Podcast, Shalanda and I dive into a pair of strictly sweet mash offerings distilled and bottled by Kentucky Peerless Distilling in Louisville, Kentucky. Tune in. All right, well, live, baby. Hey, welcome back to the Neat Poor Podcast. It's a show that focuses on the beauty in the barrel where we always drink the good stuff. Nick is here. And Shalanda's here. And we're here with episode 43. Shalanda. No, 44. Sorry, my bad. You have one job. Okay. I'm just playing. It's fine. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Peerless episode. How do we sound, Shalanda? We sound great. Yeah, man. Peerless is uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. It's it's, uh, one of two... One of two distilleries that we hit up on our most recent trip. So we're drinking a pair of Peerlesses here. One of them we had. We had the small batch already. Uh, but we returned with uh, the Kentucky Peerless, sing- one of the single barrels. Uh, we're going to drink the Bourbon Cowboy. Yeah. So it's a single barrel on the show. How you feeling, Shalanda? I'm feeling great. You know, been drinking since happy hours, so you know. Where do we start with the Peerless? I remember... Um, we kept our we kept our itinerary open, and we didn't hit a lot of distilleries. Uh, That's pe- primarily because it was closed on like a Sunday. <laughs> I mean, we were actually supposed to go to Tennessee that weekend. <laughs> we just didn't know until we it got to Kentucky. All, all, all. We, we didn't know it was a Shelbyville, Tennessee, and a Shelbyville, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, um, without going to my notes, I'll tell you the one thing I remember about Peerless was that um, they had a really young crew. You know, they were all in their twenties and thirties, and then there's is less than less than forty people total. I know, I think it's dope. They're running their whole operation. When he said, "What twenty four employees? Twenty four employees." That's, that's wild. And then, um, when you talk to them, they talk about their yeast strain mm-hmm. and how um they actually worked for a few years to get their yeast together. From um, they consulted with Wilderness Trail mm-hmm. to get their yeast. You know, and I I thought that was pretty cool. So dope. Um, yeah, because those are the only two crews that I can think of that are doing the sweet mash. So, so that's exciting. Um, oh, but let's let's just run down. So apparently, they're known for their for their single barrel, mm-hmm. right? The single barrel offerings. That's kind of what they hang their hang their hat on. Um, we could we'll run down what we had while we were there. Bourbon Cowboy was one. We had two rise and we had two bourbons there. Uh, the two bourbons were bourbon cowboy, and the other one was uh, bread pudding, and then and then we had two rye. Now the uh, cherry chocolate tart is one of the rye, and the farmhouse cider is another rye. And that's how you, Shalanda. These bottles, man. You know, you can get the small batch in Illinois for about seventy bucks. Uh, yeah. The uh, the MSRP on the single barrel, what like one twenty four or something like that? Yeah, it ran at like a buck twenty plus tax. So yeah. it's like. One thirty four or something like that. Uh, the single barrel rye is a ninety nine dollar play. In some places, it's one hundred twenty four dollars as well. I mean, damn, it's pretty stiff. You know, um, drinking is expensive. Yeah, it's pretty stiff. But I tell you, we are excited about these products because um, our local shoppy consistently suggested we try it. We did, and it's actually the small batch is one of my favorite bottles on the shelf that we kind of stumbled upon. You know, we didn't read a lot of press about Peerless. You know, we just kind of got got the word that we should try. We tried it. And of the ones we've tried like that, that wasn't one of the big boys. I mean, this is really one of the better bottles in that category. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if you put it next to what we had the boondocks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the old scout rye. I mean, these things are fine, but that peerless is right there with all of them. Just as good as all of those. Probably peerless is where it's at, man. Man. Man, I'm not just saying it because I'm a little buzz to do that. Ah, mm-hmm. there's a little spice on my tongue. Yeah, man. So, you know, the small batch, the small batch right away, you get a little nuttiness mm-hmm. and then you get a little, and it's just like peanut. You get peanut and you get some sort of cola, right? When you, when you try the, the small batch. You definitely get that cola smell. I, I also, you know what? I get the caramel. I get the it's caramel. Well, hell, whichever one. Y'all come around with it. Um, some vanilla. I don't get as much as the cola as you do. Though. So we're talking the classics flavors. Yeah. yeah, I get um, I get it mostly on the on the mid palate. I get toffee. You get toffee. I get toffee. Now the uh, the peerless small batch, the one we're talking about now, is a hundred seven proof. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's go to let's go to the notes, shall we? Yeah, so let's go to the notes. Notes. I don't take notes. No, Nick takes notes. I mean, how else we supposed to know what's going on here? I don't know. Um, just, <laughs> <laughs> I wing it. I know I wing it. Like, whatever. Yeah, reminds me of these guys, you know, at the office. I'll be like, hey, man, what's going on? You got some issues with your, your computer? You want to talk to me about it? What's wrong with it? He's like, man, I don't even know. I mean, it's just the real shit. Though. We just don't know. <laughs> like, all right, that's cool. Um, I mean, you know, in our defense, we went to go see <laughs> your house, and then we went drinking afterwards, and it was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, where did we go we went to go drink? We, we were just flavors, there. and then we went to a Lulu. Oh yeah, shout out to a Lulu, man. And we oh, came home and drank. Pilsen, yeah, shout out to yeah. Lulu and Pilsen. They've taken over that entire block. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Um, oh, but back to Peerless. Uh, Peerless uses a number three char with a medium toast. They don't use that alligator char. They do not use the alligator char. Oh damn! They use a sweet mash. So what that means to them is that uh, fresh water, fresh corn, fresh yeast, fresh barley, every mash. Uh, distilled at 130 proof. So, and I know we talked about this a little bit in the Fourgate episode, but they're looking to get those creamy and honey flavors in the beginning of the process. So, would you say it's? Couldn't say the word. Um, no. So the difference between you know, I asked the guy there. He was a super young guy. He just wanted to get everybody hammered on the tour. He did. He just wanted you to share in his joy. You know, it wasn't like a, a rager or no shit. But I think. The first thing I asked him was, you know, what's the, you got to stand out on the shelf with this with this sweet mash thing, and he said that's a that's kind of a throwback to how whiskeys used to be made. Mm-hmm. You know, sour mash came into play when the industrialization of bourbon came into play. When you had to make a lot of it and you wanted consistency, then you brewed a batch. Uh, you know, you met, you brewed a batch and then you left a little bit of it in the kettle for the next batch so that they, it could be consistent, kind of like your starter. You know, um, the thing, a couple things about the sour mash, though, which Peerless does not use. The sour mash is distilled at 145 proof. And that's because you have to get rid of some of the flavors in the sour mash. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Peerless distills lower so they can get more flavor. And then they're using less water because you don't really have to proof it down as much because it wasn't as high to go in the barrel to begin with. You know, so. Those were a couple of things that caught my eye about the, the, the entire peerless process. You know what I mean? Say that like three times. The entire peerless process. Entire peerless process. I got two. I'll come back to the last one. <laughs> um, they going to make coming with the hard facts. 
fat bombs. So of these two, which one is your fate? Because I can tell you my fate, but I'm going to let you go first. Because they're both good. They're both really good. The uh, the single barrel we got is uh, sweet tobacco, cherry cola, and campfire. That's how they describe it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's the sweet tobacco flavor mm-hmm. that um, that I was telling Shalana in the pre-show. It's kind of throwing me off. Like it's pleasant. It's slightly herbal. And there's a nice round sweetness to it. Like almost like when I smell that single barrel, it almost kind of uh, smells like a spiced cake of some kind. Right. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't put my note, my finger on what that flavor was. And now I read the bottle and the bottle says uh, sweet tobacco, which is something that I don't make the rounds to. I don't know what the fuck sweet tobacco tastes like. I do. <laughs> okay. If I remember correctly, my great grandmother used to chew sweet tobacco. So we yeah. sneak her shit all the time. So, um, you know, I don't know. These are neck and neck, man. I think maybe, you know, if I go back and forth a little bit and maybe try to get you know, knows them both and see if I could pick up something else. But just out the gate for the first couple samples, I mean, these are neck and neck. I want, I don't know if I have a favorite. I like them both equally. Yeah. I do too. I do too. Um, I mean, they're both giving me very different things. I like, for me, the peerless, uh, the single bear is giving me, I'm tasting a bit of the bitter chocolate in a sense. Um, then it hits you with that sweetness and mid tongue is like, pow, bitch, I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. loving it. Sorry, I was um I was mid palate. You know that the single barrel, it's got those flavors you don't want to blend off, mm. right? The bolder, like that bold punch in the middle you're talking about. You don't want to blend that off and replace that with just kind of this cool peanutty thing that the small batch is doing. Um, that is a difference. I know, I'm, they're the exact same proof. Well, one oh eight, one oh eight for the single barrel. And then a 107. So they're about the same. But it goes to show you, even though they're close, very close to proof, it goes to show you just how much that barrel plays a big difference. Mm. The the beauty is really in the barrel. Every barrel, whether even though it Mm. it could be the same batch, the barrel itself has so many different characteristics. So, yeah. Yeah. And kudos to them for kind of going out their way to pick up these barrels and, you know, just not just... It's easy to just say, hey, we're just going to be in more than 11 states. Yeah. Let's just make it all small batch and go to 20 states. But they're like, no, nah, it would actually be cooler if we can I- identify these flavors and kind of celebrate the fact that they're all different. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually like that. And I mean, of course, I'm kind of biased because we're in Chicago, so we get this shit all year. But, you know, I actually think it's pretty cool that they that they took that and said, hey, let's let's celebrate these different flavors in these barrels when it's all the same recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Shalanda made a comment when we were in the pre-show about how this bottle is kind of perfect for when it's because, you know, the small batch is almost empty. There's only like a quarter of it left. Um, The small batch bottle is perfect for um, light fixtures. Yeah, like repurposing it. Yeah. So it's already ready, primed for a light fixture. So when I get my she share bait, I can... um <laughs> I can I can get the light fixtures from the peerless bottles. You, you will keep the peerless bottles, and instead of traditional light fixtures, um, and Shalanda she shed uh, that will be peerless <laughs> light. I, I that actually tricked me into saying this goddamn she shed. Um, but the, she shed. <laughs> I'm getting my she shed. But the bottle design was done. The, in, the bottle design was done in house, 
and it was modeled after the doubler in the uh in the in the distillery so it, uh, the copper flares out into the shape of an onion uh before it goes into a still so that's what the doubler does at the facility and this kind of mimics uh it mimics distilling equipment the shape of the bottle and you know i'm glad they kind of cleared that up because i kind of saw it as like i don't know mm-hmm. something out of like you know dr frankenstein's you know fucking when he's in there creating a monster he's got you know he's got equipment in there that kind of looks like this this looks like something this looks like an evil doctor from the 1930s some lab equipment that he would have that's what this shape reminds me of so when he's when he talked about how it's, it looks like something in the brew house or distillery that's what that's what i'm glad he cleared that up so uh, i well shit yeah man so um peerless is one of the newest distilleries in Louisville proper. And then, you know, there ain't a whole lot of distilleries in Louisville. All of the, you know, it's kind of like wine country. Like you mm-hmm. go to San Francisco and all the, all the wineries are outside of San Francisco and Napa Valley, you know, same thing in Kentucky, you know, you go to the big city Louisville and there's some killer bars, but there ain't a whole lot of distilleries in Louisville. That's true. But the, the two that I can think of off the top are, um, shit, uh, angels envy that's in Louisville. And Old Forester's downtown. Old Louisville. Forester's in downtown Louisville on Whiskey mm-hmm. Row, um, and then uh, Evan Williams has an experience down there, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I'm missing some folks. Oh, but then Peerless is down there, and if you get down there on a weekend like we did, the only one of them crews that was open on a Monday was was Peerless. So cheers to them for that. And then on top of that, we really liked their stuff, so we're like, all right, cool, we'll go to Peerless, and we'll be happy with that. That know? is so true. Yeah. So. Um, I think we were kind of light this week on on what to discuss, um, so we so we dove into the peerless pretty heavy. Well, Nick, the people have spoken. Yeah, they've speak. They've reached out to me on my ABC account. We've been slipping, Nick, and we have to apologize to the people. Mm. They have been looking for the cocktails. Like, yo, what's up with the freaking cocktails, ABC? I know I have, but. They have also asked what's up with the stories okay. to go along with the uh, the podcast. So we have got to do better for our people. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. yeah, so I will be making a cocktail, not out of the peeler shit, because, you know, that's the real good shit. But I will be making a cocktail. It's really good on its own. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's one of those that's really good on its own. So I will be posting uh, a cocktail um, tomorrow. Thursday because tomorrow uh, we're, we got something to do. But yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. We got something to do. We do. But yeah, so the people have spoken like, yeah, yo, what's so up with the cocktails and the stories? You know what I'm saying? Is that, was this a, was this a voice note? Like, is that, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? I mean, that's what kind of sets us apart from the other, uh, from the other podcasts. You know, we dive more. Into our, our, our format is that it's an audio show every week but then it's also um there's also a future story every week we usually try a pair of whiskeys every mm-hmm. show and then shalanda does a cocktail that's usually that's how our show that's how it's supposed to go does, and that's how it's designed to be but you know we're like the white Sox. we hard headed as fuck we don't have all our components firing at once you know so you know once we get to full strength you know we'll, we'll bring everything back again i just want to shout out one of our followers on um 
You asked Shalanda knocks over a glass. I didn't knock it over. Almost. Um, Damn. Almost don't count though. I had the Leo Samuels. He told us about uh, fucking uh, Bourbon Outfitters this week. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because we posted the Four Gate episode last week, and that was um, that's one of his favorite whiskeys. Mm-hmm. I think the Four Gate, uh, the Kelvin collaboration batch three, mm-hmm. or the Kelvin collaboration three batch twelve. I think I got that right mm-hmm. from Four Gate. And um, you know, he was like, "Hey, I'm trying to tune in, but I can't tune in right now." So you know, yeah. Shalanda got that fixed. And then he's like, if you really like this one, you should try the rye. And then he pointed us to Bourbon Outfitters. And I'll be damned if the Bourbon Outfitters didn't send that shit like, like a few days later. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I was expecting for like about maybe like a week. But yeah, it was here. And also shout out to another Twitter follower, Ed Hall. Um, he sent us some bourbon from Colorado. So thank you very, very much. We are looking forward to diving into that. We will most definitely check that out. And um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm loving my, I, I love our followers. It's so freaking dope. Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. And um, it's pretty cool. I sound like fucking Miley Cyrus. But isn't she going to be a Lollapalooza? She is uh, Miley Cyrus and Foo Fighters. No, I don't care. I, I got nothing. This, this does nothing for me. That's nothing for me either. Um, nothing like, uh, you know, uh, drum and, uh, you mean like when he told you, tell you, when he was telling women to lead a man and I was like, I'm, I'm okay. He's talking to me right now. Drum. I went to go see drum on Sunday morning at Lollapalooza, <laughs> and drum was like, I don't give a fuck if you whipped his ass right now. If he's not treating you right, you better leave. And she gonna she'll have to go stare. She'll have to go stare at me. Wait, in all fairness, can we keep it one hundred? Nick gonna, had pissed me off. She gonna stare at me during the fucking drum. Nick Why had he said that shit. Wait, hold on. Nick had pissed me off. It was something major. And then when he spoke the words, I turned to my right and looked at him. This is like the year before we got married. So it was like, um, drum said it's okay for me to leave your ass. I'm like, Why not? Yeah. Um, but he was we- like, baby, please don't go nowhere. Yeah, that's, that sounds like something I would say. He said, baby, please don't leave me. He's like, I love you. I was like, okay. I was uh, like, hey. There was there was no bourbon at Lollapalooza. We did drink a lot of cupcake wine. I think that was our go-to. That's when I got turned on to Samyang Blanc. Yeah, we were fed up with the beer situation because Budweiser bought everything out. So we drank a lot of wine, a lot of Sauvignon Blanc. Um, you know, shout out to Vic Mensa. He, he tore that shit apart. And then um, who's our guy from Austin, Texas? The guy that wanted Leon to- Bridges. Oh, Leon Bridges. Oh, Leon Bridges also wanted to- <laughs> He wanted to take uh, take take women away in his uh, Ford Ford Focus. He's like, you know, if you want to hop in this Ford Focus and ride me back to Austin, Texas, and then he did a he did a live version of a Genuine's Pony, mm-hmm. which kind of caught our attention, had everybody grooving. So Lollapalooza in Chicago is the biggest event every year. It used to be for the, the July fireworks was the biggest event every year. Yeah, that shit got weak at the end of Taste of Chicago. So it'd be Taste of Chicago, and then the last day Fourth of July fireworks, and that was the big weekend in Chicago, and then that got broken up. Lollapalooza took over as a largest event in the city, so you know, we just I think we're just kind of reminiscing because we were downtown today and saw the shit go up. Yeah, yeah, so, we're trying to buy a house, so you know, we had to get some Pedro's <laughs> for our bourbon habits. Yeah, but I will say this, man: if you're interested in, we might have said this already, but craft distillers that are doing it the right way and going out of their way to to create flavor as much flavor as they can in a four year product. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, using using specific barrels that don't include gas that use uh, wood fire only to toast and char the barrels and using the sweet mash product to introduce flavors into the into the uh, into the new make spirit before it even hits the barrel. 
if you're looking for a crew that's doing it the right way and kind of leading the charge, if you're anywhere around fucking a wilderness trail product or a peerless product, um, big recommend on both of those, I think, from the podcast. So, woo. All right. So well, what's up, Shalanda? We about to wrap up because it's hot as hell in this office. So until the next time, you guys can catch us collectively at the Naipur. And Nick, where can they find you, baby? Hey, man, you can uh, catch me on Twitter at Nicosio. And uh, like we always say um, in signing off, uh, don't get a divorce. Just pour another drink. That is not what we say. <laughs> And until next time, thank y'all for coming out. Good night. That's not what we say. We say, don't get a divorce. Drink more bourbon. Something like that. But anyway, y'all, y'all can catch me at Afrobitchick. And until then, peace out.